funniest thing i've ever heard mk oh that was the best we were we were in the wings just squawking gabbing making some laughs yeah oh man that was that was one of the best squawks you ever uh, gabbed <laughs> i'll tell you what <laughs> mk paulson yeah what the hell is this hey this is a roommates for life america's premier podcast for anybody for everybody we do say adult poor sads, but whatever. We're, we want to branch out. We're branching point, out. You know what I everybody, mean? Everybody. Everybody. Yeah, we, we don't just want the poor people. <laughs> or okay? the sad people. Or the sad people. <laughs> or the this poor is, sads. Yeah, we're, yeah we want to, we wanna, you know, branch out and go, you know, above ourselves, okay? Yeah, for sure. That's what this is all about. It's about survival at this mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, how are uh, you doing, Simon? What's going on? Uh, you know, not too much. Just coming to you live from old Flappy Doos. Oh, you that's know? right. You're at Flappers this week. Yeah, Flappers Comedy Club, the Pride of Burbank. You <laughs> know what Pride I mean? So, uh, you know, they're like, they're like, what's your favorite thing about Flappers? And I'm like, well, do I need an excuse to go to Burbank? <laughs> the Come free on. parking. I go just to park. That's. The, I mean, that's I'm walking way. around the mall. I'm, you know, I'm eating Buffalo Wild Wings. God, sure. I miss them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got the keys. They gave me the keys to the city. Yeah, you, that was okay. because, you know, you, you did, you were a crime fighter. You were a superhero in Burbank, kind of an unknown superhero out there. Well, yeah, but also more importantly than that, I put in the time. Okay? <laughs> I put in the time. All right. You know, maybe, I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Yeah, I put in the time. In Burbank. My, I put in the time in Burbank. Yeah, that's my answer to everything from now on. <laughs> I put in my Burbank time. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's But other than that, you know, just crushing the choir. What about you? Oh, you know, living the dream. Uh What's going on? Are you looking for props right I am. now? I'm like, what? what is going on? I just look at my room and the bed's not made. And I was like, I didn't make my bed today. That's what's going on. <laughs> but then you look at it and you hadn't. Yeah, no, I haven't. Not at all. <laughs> uh, it's a, you know it's when a you think pie. you made your bed, but it was actually three days ago? You're like, what yeah. the? <laughs> yeah. Remember when made you made bed. your bed and Obama was president? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a great time for it everyone. It was a good time. Uh, but yeah, uh, well, I gotta say, great. I know this isn't a, uh, we, we need to move on, but I gotta say, I never make my bed and you're a bed maker. Yeah. A lot of people are surprised that I make my bed or take showers or, <laughs> you know, but I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a neat freak, you know, yeah, I'm kind of, yeah. that's just my kind of thing. And I feel like insultingly people always think the opposite of, <laughs> of us. That's but true. you're kind of a, you're kind of a, kind of, a filthy pig. It might be true for me. I keep the common air. I'm not a filthy pig, but I do no, have a lot of no, clutter, no. a lot of clutter in my room. Yes, yes. That's how it works. But, you know, they say geniuses um, make their beds every day and their yeah, name's Simon Gibson. <laughs> so, <laughs> they say geniuses stay yeah. up till 6 a.m. watching Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stayed up till 5 a.m. and it wasn't even that hard. Yeah. You know, it's I'm like having to set my alarm to get up at noon right yeah. now. That's kind of where we're at. Well, I get uh, it. But I feel like we've caught up enough. We've caught you know up. I mean? We need to bring our guests in. And boy, howdy, do we have yeah. some guests, Simon. Well, we got amazing guests. Uh, I love them. You know their podcast uh, from The Silver Lining. We're gonna, it's called The Silver Lining. We're going to bring them in one by one. Uh, our first guest coming to uh, the stage, the stage. Mm-hmm is uh, she's been doing these really amazing videos every week uh, yeah. called Welcome to My Kitchen, where she just uh, gives cooking tips and also is the funniest person alive. It's one of uh, the funniest. It's probably the funniest thing on Instagram right now. Yeah, it's hysterical. And you guys should check it out. Make some noise for the amazing Amber Nelson. <laughs> That is a good theme song. That's a good, a good opening. I like that riff. I love that riff. I would know I made it. Look at me, Brad. Oh, wow. It didn't take him long. Amber, how are you? So good to see you. I'm good. Um, it's funny how you guys are roommates, but you're on two different Zooms. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, that's because well, Simon's coming to us from Flappers, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, they have better Wi-Fi. It's just an all-around better experience. Yeah. And Simon is putting the time in in Burbank, for sure. He's not yeah. messing around. Yeah. Also, not to be a curmudgeon, but the podcast is called The Brighter Side. But I let's do like the, the oh, silver lining, though. The silver lining. <laughs> the silver lining is when I turn oh, 50 and I want to, like, show you my cats. <laughs> well, I said that because we're going to do a, a, a segment later called The Silver Lining. And I am an idiot. I'm sorry. No, you're wonderful, MK. So not oh. only did MK ruin your intro, but he also spoiled the reveal of our game later. <laughs> ah, damn it! <laughs> I, if only I could fire myself. <laughs> uh, we need to bring in our, our next guest. You also know him from the Brighter Side podcast. Yes. Uh, he's amazing. He writes for a lot of the Comedy Central roasts. We love him a lot. Make some noise for the incredible Ed Larson! That's right, baby. The Silver Linings Podcast <laughs> up in the house. Yeah, I'm running at you. God damn it! I had one job. Yeah, I had one job. Well, I um, think I think I'll be taking that over. Start. <laughs> You know what I mean? So. 56 episodes and I've got it wrong every time. I don't. 56 you, episodes? Ed? Have we been in quarantine for 56 weeks? <laughs> Believe it or not, we were doing this before quarantine, but we only had like two episodes before that. So yeah. So, yeah. Listen. We've, pumped out, we've pumped out 56 episodes in five weeks. So mm-hmm. This is going to sound crazy. I know it's going to sound crazy. I, I swear to you it's real. 56 is my favorite number. Wow. Really? Favorite number. Favorite is that number. like a Miami Dolphins, someone who shot themselves in the head? Like, was that their jersey or something? <laughs> John Offerdahl. John Offerdahl, yes. That was his, he was number 56 for the Miami Dolphins. Amber knows me well. But he didn't shoot himself in the head. He actually uh, he owns a very successful bagel store. And uh, Offerdahl's Bagels, if you're in South Florida, do yourself a favor. Go to Offerdahl's Bagels. And he saved a bunch of old people who uh, drove their car into a lake. So John Offerdahl for man. That guy's a hero. Yeah. Yeah. And then COVID got him two weeks later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, COVID only kills heroes. Yeah. (laughs) That was one of the worst things I've ever heard, MK. I'm Uh, sorry. I do apologize to everybody. Uh, I'm America's premier, I'm sorry, comic. And we do know that. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody does it better. Or work. Nobody does it better. Uh, Well, thank you guys for being on Roommates for Life. We love you a lot, and we think you're absolutely amazing. Uh, We have a bad habit of getting sidetracked and not jumping into roommate stories, and we've heard, Ed, that you have uh, some great roommate stories from different points in your life. Is this true? Um, yes. Most of them are from college. You okay. know, once I, once I got to New York, I started living with women, and that was a <laughs> great idea. Uh, they're much better roommates than men. Uh, but in college, I mean, I've had all kinds of horrible mistakes happen with people <laughs> I lived with. I, at one time, me and my buddy left the house, and we came home, and all of our furniture was just smashed. Oh and then, God. like, it was like it was insane. And my friends tried to, I had, like, five friends over that tried to drink a keg, just the five of them. And they ended up smashing all my furniture. And I just keep walking in. I just be like, I'm not going to clean this. And I figured that was the best reaction I could give them. <laughs> but, like, it was smash, like, throwing? Or did they get out a hammer or something? Like, literally went to the store and bought sledgehammers, smashed. Oh. Like my 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 kitchen table was gone. I came in, there was just like water running from the bathroom, and like and this guy who's his real name is the Rebel, and uh, he uh, he was just he sounds his like hand- somebody Amber would date. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she she would probably date the Rebel. He's a, he's a great. It actually, kid. sounds like somebody I would date. <laughs> yeah, I mean, while we're at it, I'll date him too. I don't mind. In thirds, you know. Oh yeah, good for you guys. Everyone's getting a piece of the reps. But yeah, no, he, uh, no, he, he was just sitting on my couch with a sledgehammer in his, in his, uh, in his waist, and his hand was bleeding. And I was like, "What the fuck did you do?" And then uh, I moved in two weeks. But uh, the uh, the one I was going to tell you about was mm-hmm. I used to live with uh, 
Henry Zabrowski uh, from oh, last yeah, podcast yeah. on the left. For sure. Me, me and Henry used to be in a sketch group together called Murder Fist back in the day. And Amber was in the group too in New York. And uh, when we lived together, we had a bunch of uh, our rent. Are you ready for this? 120 bucks. Was our, that was our month. $120. That was our rent. That was our rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Henry, I mean, he was a good roommate because he let me steal his car all the time. But uh, he, uh, he worked at CVS Photo Lab, and he used to, like, steal pictures of uh... – all right, so there's this weird thing in the South that people take pictures of bodies at funerals. Like, families do it in the South. I it's have a... done that. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird thing. I remember Henry, being a kid and my mom was like, hey, like when my grandparents died and I had a little camera and my parents were like, hey, go get a picture of the corpse. And get that's, that's right. Why is that? What is what does that come from? I don't know. Last time you're going to see him I, I, as my only guess. I, Amber, you're from this. You're you're from Louisiana. Yeah. My uh, my grandma, my my ma, she was a real God fearing woman, and when she passed, the makeup artist because you got a whole person to do your makeup and the mm-hmm. casket, it was just like blue horror eyeshadow. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's what I want. Like, sucking dicks in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I want. This is what I want my funeral to be like. I want a rain. I am as a gay man. I want a rainbow flag draped over my my casket. And as I'm lower, being lowered into the ground, I want one of my very clever friends to lean over to someone and go, hey, talk about a fruit casket. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's my dream for my friend to have a good joke at my expense when I die. Even, even after death, this guy is still writing puns. <laughs> 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 You know that bell that comes out of the casket, so you can ring it, if like 1800s people would do. Oh, if they were place. Well, this pun isn't going to work because no one knows it. But like, you can ring my bell. Okay, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love a corpse bell. Oh yeah. Um, Anyway, I'm getting a lot of ideas just for myself in my funeral uh, (laughs) next month. So. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, but I um, Henry used to steal those pictures of the dead people, and he'd uh-huh. put them in my pillowcases when I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and so I'd be like in the middle of the night, and I'd like feel my feel like I pull out a picture of a dead person in my sleep, I'd be like ah, and just throw it and throw it to the side. That was his <laughs> constant prank that he used to pull like, on me. Stop haunting me! Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, living there was crazy, man. We had squatters. I had people living in the dining room, in the living room. I was, had, it like a, was it a comedy like Flophouse or was it just like... Uh, yeah, kind of. Ours, yeah, we had a lot of sketch people, but I also like worked at Hooters at the time. And so like some of the cooks would end up sleeping there for weeks on end. Oh, it, it smelling just, like chicken grease? It turned into awful. Our roommates sold us down the river, these splatter pump kids. They fucking all of a sudden they're like, oh, I'm going to have friends come stay with me. Next thing I know, it's four weeks later and there's like eight people living in the master bedroom. There's literally wading through beer cans. They're tattooing oh each God. other and shit. It was a complete fucking nightmare. When you worked at Hooters, what did you do? I was a cook. You was a Hooters girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you know, were a cook, but you still had to wear the outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like, we need on the floor. We need yeah. a sexy guy to deep fry the chicken. <laughs> Well, my, it's funny you say that because my brother did work at a Hooters for a little while, my older brother. And so I remember being a kid, I was like, I think I was 12 and he was like 19 or something. And he would always have these crazy stories of working at Hooters. Yeah. And he said that they would fry like 400 wings at a time. It was disgusting. Insane amounts. We yeah. had a $40,000 fryer. Like Ooh. it was fucking crazy. It was like the biggest super fryer you'd ever see. And we would put in just ungodly amounts of chicken in there at once. I was, it was unbelievable. It was a, it was a, a sight to be seen. You ever fry something that wasn't chicken just to be funny, like a glove or something? <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, actually like sometimes like piss people, if like someone you don't like is working on the fryer, you like throw some ice at it and that way it like explodes oh, on them and yeah. shit. Quick little, yeah. Fun little. Dude, that is hilarious. Yeah, fun Kill little them. cook games that hurt each other. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know 
know why this this just made me think about that. I mean, it, I know why, but it's totally off topic. Do you ever see that? Um, it's like a food safety commercial, uh, and it's it's Canadian, but it is the most gruesome commercial. Uh, and it's literally like somebody who works who's like a, a server, and they're like they turn to the camera and they're like. I'm about to have a life-altering accident. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, then, and then they, like, they comically walk into a guy carrying a big vat of, like, hot grease, Ooh. does, like, the classic, like, banana peel pratfall, and then the <laughs> grease falls on her, and she just starts, like, horrifically screaming. They zoom in. She's, like, burned with grease. <laughs> And it's one of the funniest commercials I've ever seen. <laughs> That's the only reason I brought it up. It's so funny, but it's a big old that'll happen. But I think about, and I worked, you know, I like, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I worked in restaurants, you know, and like, you know, customer service, front of the house, back of the house for like, you know, my first job was at Hollywood Video. So that's a long time. <laughs> Got to clean the cum stain off the walls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that has, so it makes has it nothing Hollywood. to do with the porn. It was just a uh, Hollywood video made built on cum. You guys. <laughs> it's actually an old cum burial ground. And uh, yeah. sometimes the ghost of cum would come back and really haunt the store. It's how they lock the doors at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the ghost of come present. <laughs> oh, there you are. Okay. In New York City years ago, I went to one of those, like, like put a quarter in the booth and you get to see whatever video flashes up. Yeah. And it's me and a girl. There's like glory holes in there. And me and my girlfriend were just like laughing hysterically. <laughs> and the guy next to us, you could hear him fapping. And he was just like, cut it out. Oh, cut, stop it. Ooh, like he, he was so mad that we were just like laughing hysterically. He just wanted to come yeah. in this booth. <laughs> and then one guys. time you in LA, like literally six months ago, like very recently, I was walking and I saw it. It said like, um, like the Tiki Lounge, Tiki something. And I was I walked in. I was like, hey, what is this? I talked to the guy behind the booth in like some plexiglass that was stained. And he was just like, oh, it's a porn theater. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. And I walk away. And he's like, do you want to see inside for a second? And I was like, sure. And then he leads me through this, like, turnstile from the 70s and opens this door. And it's a room full of men watching a dirty video. And it smelled like cats giving birth in there. <laughs> and they all turned around. <laughs> what and looked at me. Yeah. I mean, just, just the smell, if it would, if you would have just said cat pee, I'd have been like, oh yeah, rough. Cats giving birth. I've never smelled cats giving birth, but I feel like I would know it the moment I smelled it. Yeah. (laughs) This is a human shit and dog shit. When you're walking on the street, you smell it. You're like, that's human shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Thousand percent, thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> that's human shit, and that's mine. Uh, I, I couldn't quite make it home in time. We're not sure why, but Simon is an outdoor pooper. And <laughs> I'm, here's the thing: I'm I'm a feral pooper. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, there's a city for it. Anyway, be one, be one with the world, man. Amber, you. have you had a lot of roommates over the years? I have. And there was one girl that had, we were in college. It all is like college stories with like crazy roommates. Yeah. I guess, you know, people are figuring it out and hormones are pumping, but yeah. she had a yeah. lot of like mental issues. And then one time I like made her a, for her birthday, I made her a hat mm-hmm. and it was like a hat cone with another t- tinier head and then another hat cone and another tinier head. And it was all connected with a wire and kind of like, creep like this like it was like really fun and weird yeah and then she put it on and started crying and telling me how much she hated it (laughs) he's like i hate this hat and i don't like you (laughs) (laughs) well can i have it back I know. I should have asked for it back. <laughs> there are a couple gifts I should have asked for back. Like one time, I went to a like a junk store and I found a Rodney Dangerfield doll, like this big, mm-hmm. and it had a cord in the back. And he pulled it, and it said, "I don't get no respect." And he like moved his tie, 
and I gave it to my friend, and he goes, thanks, I guess. <laughs> what? That's yes. the greatest gift you what could ever What an asshole. That's such a great gift. And yeah. he's like, thanks, I guess. And he just, like threw it on, on the side of the couch, and I was like, yeah. I wanted to be like, can I have that back? Yeah. yeah I, would, I would legitimately spend $150 on that. Yeah. Yeah, I spent $2. <laughs> and it would be the only thing I ever used. Yeah. I would just like, I would stop eating. I would just like, <laughs> I don't get no respect. I don't get no respect. Just like Jack Nicholson from The Shining, just frozen. I don't get no respect. No, no. That's fun. I had another, uh, well, outside of college, I remember we. I was living with some girls, and Ed mentioned it's good to live with women, but girls that are like past the age of 25. Uh, yeah. Cause I was living with like 23 year olds and we were just mm-hmm. like doing drugs and uh, we threw a party and no one was showing up. And then we just got hammered at like 10 PM and went to bed. And then there was a full blown party, like a rager in our house that nobody had any idea. Like I woke <laughs> up and they were like, like, beer cans everywhere and oh like drugs. God. And I was like, what happened? This looks really like, I totally missed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. What well, a great you're, party y'all. <laughs> you're from Slip. Louisiana too. Did you live in new Orleans at all? I did not. I only lived there for two weeks okay. uh, at my brother. My brother lived there and it, here's a fun one. I li- I stayed in the attic and he was like, a woman was murdered in the attic and it's haunted. And I was like, cool, cool, whatever. I'll stay there. Yeah. And I stay and um, I, I kind of go on with this cool vibe of like, I'm just going to be a visitor here and play some music for a couple weeks. I'll be out of your hair. But then mm-hmm. one day I was like packing up my purse, ready to go for the day, like walking around. And I said, uh, oh yeah, a woman was murdered here. I forget. And the door was open and there's no windows open. There's nothing else. And the door just fucking slammed shut. And oh I was like, all right, God. that's it. And another time a friend of mine was sleeping in the bed, a friend. And, um, <laughs> and he's like, Oh, it was really nice of you to come back and like ask how I was doing. And I was like, what do you mean? I've been out all day. And he's like, no, a woman was standing by the foot of my bed asking if I was okay. And I thought oh it was you. My oh my God. God. That's so terrible. I just got chills. At Flappers. <laughs> and it wasn't from the comedy. It was, yeah, it was unrelated to your story. I'm just, uh, <laughs> the place is haunted as shit, too. So. Oh, my God, haunted comedy clubs. The store is for sure haunted. From, yeah. like, ghosts that don't want me there. Absolutely. The I Creek. Yeah. Creek is haunted. I was at the Creek, and I was, like, playing poker downstairs in the basement, and I saw this kid in, like, khaki pants and a polo shirt walk this way like a newsie like a what like a newsie like a newsie in 2008 okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> extra extra <laughs> we can believe in <laughs> he came on an oversized tricycle it's just a Brooklyn hipster extra <laughs> extra little boy murdered against his will yeah <laughs> <laughs> But he goes and walks to the left, but to the left is a bunch of like old abandoned rooms. And I'm like, I'm thinking this open micer got lost because it looks like an open micer. And the open micer. They're so cute. Right. Right? (laughs) They're so cute. Those are. They are so cute. (laughs) I go and I follow it. Sailor hats and they have lollipops. Yeah, you never know if someone's a ghost or a hipster, but (laughs) 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 I walk and I follow him and I'm like, hey, man. Can I help you? Are you okay? Do you need anything? And then I keep walking through these catacombs and I was like, and then the door shut and I was like, darkness. And I was like, oh, no one's around me. That was, I swore I saw a person and I just booked it. I could have, I was enough to why I thought somebody was lost, Whoa. but there was nobody there. Wait, yeah. and you're, you're talking about uh, the creek in the cave? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That, like- place, that place is for sure haunted. I, I have only been there once. And uh, I had like, I mean, I know everyone's like, oh yeah, but I had one of the funnest nights of my life there. Oh, the creek is wonderful. Yeah, that oh, was cool. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we uh, we this is where our podcast started out of in the basement of the creek. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used oh, to record awesome. down there for years. For yeah, years. it was so cool. Like you know, just like being at a place and you know, just everyone, just pictures all over the walls. Uh, you know, people. Uh, 
that I love. And there's not really a place like that in LA. No. Where everybody can just come and hang out and also like experiment with bits. Cause many times I'd be like, I think this idea is funny. I'll go try it out at the Creek and then just do it and then make notes or whatever. And you you don't really get that, especially in LA. Did like, would you do the mic there? Like in the fishbowl or. Oh yeah. It was great. So many great. I saw there was a guy who was, uh, I didn't see this, but he was on stage talking about how he used to be a porn star and uh, he was morbidly obese and how he was fucking um, Goldie Hawn at an orgy. And then he died on stage. Yes. Where he had a heart attack. That's at the right. Creek. Oh. He had a heart attack, but he was so fat and big, they couldn't lift him up the stairs. So he just died right there on the floor. And nobody claimed him. So his ashes are still behind the bar. What? Are you serious? Oh. Yeah. That's nobody rock claimed and roll. That's stand-up comedy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we go hard. We get seriously overweight, and then we die. Oh, my God. Because of that story, though, because of that, I had once had a panic attack in a basement, and I was like, I just got to get upstairs. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they'll never get me out of this basement. <laughs> watch, well, you, you watched um, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, right, where the mom, they just had to burn the house down to, like, because she was too big. Yeah. That, that reminds me of that. Oh, well, I, got, I never saw that. It's a great movie. You got to check it out. Leonardo DiCaprio you. plays a special needs kid, and he's amazing. He got yeah. nominated. Yeah. Uh, I, got a good, I got another roommate ghost story. If okay. I, if, <laughs> uh, the, uh, this is all this is secondhand, though. Uh, partial secondhand, partially firsthand. All right, so another member of Murder Fist, our sketch group in college, John Moreno, used to live in this really tiny like house on it was like right next to campus it was really tiny and weird no one it didn't belong there clearly didn't belong there it was in like this big field and it had this back door that when you opened it it just like was a huge drop off to nothing like if you you would fall six feet and like sprain your ankle it didn't make the whole house didn't make sense Mm -hmm. and him and his roommate like kept having all these dreams about like people on fire and shit and like they just like kept like all the shit. And then one time he had a friend stay in town, and the, in the morning she's like, "I gotta leave." She's like, "Last night I saw a woman, a burnt woman, walk by me in the house." And she's like, "I'm leaving. I have to go." And he's like, "What? What'd you What'd you see?" And he's like, and then he thought back. He's like, "Holy fuck! I see. I have fire dreams all the time." And then he told his roommate about what happened. He's like, "I have fire dreams all the time." And they're like, "Holy shit!" And like sometimes it would get like really hot in there and stuff like that. Fast forward three years, we all live in New York. I'm back in Tallahassee visiting a friend. I'm driving by, the place fucking burned down. Ooh. It was fucking, it was, it was toast, man. It was, I couldn't believe it. I took a picture, called him. I was like, dude, you'll never believe it. Fucking wow. I was like, it's burnt down. <laughs> I, so there it is, Florida, and the sun just kind of does those things. It gets hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am getting more chills at flappers than <laughs> the last time I competed in Uncle Clyde's comedy contest. I'm just gonna say it. That was spooky. That was spooky stuff. Oh, I also forgot they found out what the building was. It was slave quarters back in the day. Oh, creepy. Yeah, man. So I guess it burned down back in the day and they rebuilt it and then it fucking burned down again. Oh Tallahassee. <laughs> Tyler <laughs> <laughs> well guys we need to i think we need to get to our game we're blowing through this episode uh you guys as we mentioned have not like last week not like, uh, it was, was like pulling teeth on that one <laughs> you guys have a podcast called the brighter side where you find the brighter side of things right mm-hmm. and we wanted to test you guys so we wrote up some of our favorite uh former Guest roommate stories. Great. <laughs> Amber, Amber, it actually worked. It made me laugh. Like just <laughs> you putting it. <laughs> oh, that is. <laughs> Amber has to put on her, her game show glasses. <laughs> because I work in an office, so I can like put on my glasses. Be like, sorry guys, I have to get to this Excel spreadsheet. Excuse me. <laughs> I think it'd be great if we just we were just like Amber, you look the same. <laughs> 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 right, sorry, I stepped on your your explanation. 
<laughs> so no, so we'll we'll give you guys a few scenarios, and you guys uh, have to find uh, the brighter side. Tell us what the silver lining is of these situations. Yeah, and, and, and these are some of our most like infamous roommate stories. Most insane. And right. Sammy, I guess I can be the host and read these. Do you want to play also? I want to play too. Yeah. So you'll 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 have to tell us what the brighter side is, what the silver lining is on these situations. All right. Now that's a movie I've seen. That so. is it. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. Okay. And I also, if we, I don't know if we can, but if if uh, if our producers want to vote on which one of the three of you has the best silver lining, we can yeah. declare a winner on each round. So yeah. great idea. All right, guys. So our first one. <clears throat> You and your college dorm mate share bunk beds, and you're on the top bunk. On the first night of freshman orientation, your dorm mate has sex with a girl on the bottom bunk, to, and to drown out the noise, you listen to a classic Jeff Foxworthy album. After they finish, the girl uses your toothbrush to brush her teeth. What is the silver lining? Now, I do also want to mention that I didn't think of it at the time, but my friend is kind of convinced that the reason she used the toothbrush was because there was kind of a situation going on with a, a, a finishing situation. A finishing situation and had to get it out. Yeah. All right. so you, let's start with Amber. You want to go first on this one, Amber? Sure. Well, What's you know, the silver lining? The silver lining? Well, at least they get to taste their roommates' cum, and now they've bonded, you know? And they probably have developed some kind of immunity to their roommates' cum. <laughs> and um, who doesn't love Jeff Foxworthy? Get her done. You know That's what true. I mean? Okay. That's his famous line. Yeah. <laughs> or at least on his tour. So Amber's saying immunity to cum and just Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. And what you got? Well, guessing by the Jeff Foxworthy album, I would assume he's a virgin. And, <laughs> and if he's a virgin, he's in college. He's yeah. there to learn. You know, his roommate having sex. He, you can take a peek. You, you learn how it's done. You learn some moves. Mm-hmm. And all it cost you was a toothbrush. <laughs> and that's way cheaper than a college education. You know, and so uh, he, he, he owes the roommate. For okay. teaching him how to have sex. So Ed's saying, Ed's saying you're getting some life lessons mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah. It's me what you got. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, obviously Jeff Foxworthy, you know, one of my, one of my all-time greats, uh, get her done, you know. Um, everyone knows uh, that one. So, uh, and as someone who also has never had sex, my silver <laughs> lining is that, you know, I feel like I learned a thing or two from that story too. And, uh, and it's also someone who uses cum as toothpaste. <laughs> it tastes better than it looks and so, smells. And so okay. Simon, Simon silver lining is cum tastes better than it looks. And tastes. Yeah. <laughs> and tastes. And yeah. tastes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's amazing. We're going to get a vote out. And while we're doing that, we can go ahead and move on to the next one. <clears throat> so number two, I love that cl- throat clear there. Though. Clear, I know. I'm worried we're going so fast for our producers and we're giving them a nervous breakdown. <laughs> so that's why I, I, I love the subtle throat clear yeah. slash me. <laughs> that's that's just, just a poor. seamless transition all, all around. Yeah. <laughs> all right, number two. Your neighbor is making vape oil from butane. Yeah. And accidentally causes the condo next door to explode. Whoa. A child may or may not have been severely injured. What's the silver lining? Yeah. True story. That, how, that true story. how injured? Yeah, how very, injured? Yeah, very hilarious comment. Uh, I mean, severely. Severely. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Silver lining. We're talking burns. We're talking third degree burns. <laughs> Well, you Got know what? It. Maybe that child grows up to be an arsonist uh, specialist. And uh, now because they're so infatuated with fire and explosions that they go on and they solve a lot of other crimes that might have been committed by fire. Yeah. Yeah. Robert okay. De Niro backdraft that shit. Yeah. Nice. That makes sense. Saying- you know, Scarface. Or burn face. <laughs> Um, all right. So was there any damage to his place? Did he have to move? He did not have to move. And fun fact, because the next door was empty, 
uh, they could, and just the door, there essentially was a door, they could use that bathroom from time to time. I mean, this sounds, I mean, other than the child, I mean, you get another bathroom. I mean, they, I mean, that's worth at least $50 a month in rent for mm-hmm. another bathroom. You know, I'm willing to toss in on that shit. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's, that's great right there. The kid, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you can go to Coney Island, you can start working the boardwalk, you know, start making some money from the, uh, at the sideshow tent as the, uh, as the, uh, the blister girl or the, uh, you know, one of those type deals. Mm-hmm. Right. But, yeah. um, you know, I mean, houses blow up. And, uh, all, the time, all the time they blow up. Remember Shoot the Freak in Coney Island? And it was some crackhead in an alley and some, like, you know, gator done kind of dude with a paintball gun who's, like, trying to. And then the crackhead would be like, Your girlfriend's fat. And he'd be like, yeah. Fuck you. And, like, try to shoot him. It was the best. I wasted so much money on that. It was like five. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it'd be like wearing like catcher's gear and then they just give you a paint gun and like a full thing for like five dollars and you run around and they'd make fun of you while he did it. It was the best. It was so much fun. He's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fat. <laughs> I love that. Simon, you got any thoughts? Yeah, I mean the silver lining is like uh you know, they probably you probably had a shit ton of free vape oil after that. So mm. That stuff's expensive, and, you know, you got it for free. Probably that kid, you know, probably looks better now. Anyway, I'm sorry I said that. Um, (laughs) Simon, I'm America's premier, I'm sorry, comic. No, (laughs) it's my thing. Uh, Yeah, wow. I can't believe you said that. (laughs) At Flappers, when you say I'm sorry, when you say I'm sorry, that's when they start the laugh track. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> okay. you know I, as someone who performs regularly on two milk minimum uh, <laughs> you got to keep it clean so. got to keep it clean well guys we do have the results from our first uh, our first one uh it looks like it was a three-way tie what Ooh. crazy because no one voted. So, guys, if any of you that are listening actually want to jump in there and go ahead and vote on these, it would help us out. Yeah. <laughs> the winner? The or winner. we can't stop recording, okay? Uh, for number two, we do have the results already in for number two. And, Ed, you're the winner. You Whoa. are the winner with the extra bathroom. And that is because you got one vote. So, nice. congratulations. All right, we're going to see if we can get more folks to vote on these. Uh, Number three, all right, your roommate suspects you ate a slice of his bread. To punish you, he takes his remaining bread and writes, fuck off with breadcrumbs on the shag carpet in the living room. What's the silver lining? Let's start with Ed this time. I mean, if you're a mouse, you know, there's going to be bread for you to okay. eat later that night, you know, so the silver lining's not for you, it's for the mouse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, the mice will be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other than that, I mean, you still got a piece of bread for free. You know, I mean, you know, so there's that too. Yeah. You got the bread. Okay, so, so Ed's saying mouse and free piece of bread. Amber, what do you got? I say, like, take a picture and put it on Instagram and make some art out of it. You know oh, what I mean? Because I'm yeah. not going to do that. And then just take the, the, the uh, what do you call it, the carpet, and then put it in their room. <laughs> <laughs> just your move problem now. carpet. So, Amber, you think an opportunity to move carpet and for likes on Instagram as well. Yes. For sure. And so this actually happened to Simon Gibson. So, Simon, have you thought about the silver lining a little bit? God damn it. That was going to be my – yeah, so that was my roommate uh, back when I was 19. He was a true psychopath. Um, also, I didn't eat your bread, okay? <laughs> you freaking lunatic. That guy also once thought that we took – because he would stash his toilet paper in his bedroom, and he thought one of us – took a roll of toilet paper. Also, here's the thing. 
I, I was using Wendy's napkins at the time, so there's no way I took your toilet paper, okay? And it does make you a suspect, though. It does, yeah. Number one. <laughs> number one. <laughs> guess what? I did do it. So. I mean, you eat too much at Wendy's, you got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be pretty. Uh, I mean, that's why, you know, I'm a, a feral pooper now. You know, I can't. <laughs> A frosty machine. Yeah. <laughs> the frosty machine's down. No, it's not. <laughs> it's always on. <laughs> so he thought, so this, that bread thing, that was like looking back on it, the silver lining is that that was the most normal thing that he ever did. So uh, he was right. a pretty psycho and I'm still worried that he's going to find me someday and kill me. Yeah. <laughs> well, Anyone who counts slices of bread is a fucking lunatic. Uh, <laughs> well, well, you've only talked about him on at least seven episodes of this podcast, Simon, yeah. so I can't imagine how he'd ever find you. Yeah, you guys got to get some more shitty roommates, or you're we not going to be able to keep this up forever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we got plenty of stories about each other, so... <laughs> What if that whole thing was actually about MK? <laughs> yeah, it's just me. I'm the bread guy. I can't help it. <laughs> you are the breadwinner. All right. I don't know if we have a poll out on that one, but we'll move on to the next one. Uh, all right. You're on a first date after having not dated in quite a while, and you bring a potential, you bring a potential romantic partner back to your place. Your roommate, however, has decided to play a prank on you and left flower petals all over your bed to make you look crazy. What's the silver lining here? <laughs> Let's start with Simon. Simon, you want to go first on this one? Yeah. Uh, silver lining on that. Uh, it's, you know, it's nice to live with uh, some funny tricksters uh, roommates, you know, some real, some real, uh, you know, pranksters. Um, silver lining is, you know, flower. She probably knew flowers are expensive. So, yeah. you know, you put in the money, you put in the work and, uh, you know, <laughs> that's pretty much all you want. It's, I, I, it's money. Okay. Okay. Amber say, or Simon saying you, you got flowers and they're not cheap. Yeah. Uh, Ed, what, what do you got? What are your thoughts? I mean, it almost seems kind if you ask me, <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, I had a worse situation than this personally, so I don't even feel bad for this fucker. I remember one time in college, I was bringing home uh, a young lady. She was a wonderful human being, and uh, I was very fortunate that she wanted to come back to my house with me. I, I was and I was deeply infatuated with her, mm-hmm. and uh, I got there, and my roommate was jerking off in my bed. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then she ran out laughing and screaming and uh, <laughs> never touched me ever. And uh, like I literally got her to the door of my room. He was jerking off on my bed. And I was just like, what are you doing? What are you, are you, are you out of your mind? And he's like, you're the only one who has a VCR. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> oh. I was like, take the VCR. Oh my take the VCR. <laughs> Unhook it. Bring it to your room. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> ruin me! Wow. And so I uh, uh, that that so I uh, I don't I think the flower thing's nice. <laughs> That's a hell of a silver lining. And if you've learned anything, it's like just go to one of the movie theaters where you can jerk off in a room that smells like cats giving birth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amber, what do you think? Well, I one time, I was a bad person and I masturbated on somebody else's bed because <laughs> I was at their um, their house and I was about to go to a party and I was in college mm-hmm. and I was like being abstinent at the time. And I was like, I know if I go to this party and if I get drunk and I'm like up and up, I'm going to sleep with some douchebag. Mm-hmm. So I asked her, it was a girl, her bed. And I asked the roommate, a gay man, I was like, I'm just going to go masturbate on that bed real quick. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay. And then I heard her come in and then him explain what was happening and just her just laugh. But um, that was... <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I have a very similar story and I've talked about this before. <laughs> but it's <laughs> meanwhile, you know, meanwhile, my roommates are just writing fuck off in bread. Yeah. So. 
one time, back in with that guy. One time I got caught. This is this is bad. I got caught masturbating in the living room mm-hmm. because I, I, my roommate was gone, and I went to the living room because I lived in the back of the house and didn't have a good internet connection. So I went to the living room to be closer to the modem to watch some entrenaut porn, if you will. Ooh. And yeah, my roommate came home. I mean, I I got everything covered up pretty quick, but still uh, horrifying. <laughs> It's easier to cover up when you're a dude because you can yeah. just lay a thing on it. Like as a lady, you're like laying down. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna wash your hands. <laughs> I've got like like uh, Nickelodeon goo on my hands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just got gacked. <laughs> uh, somebody call a, a ghostbuster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys know how, uh, you know, a woman masturbating, you know, it releases a green slime. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I've thought for years as yeah. a gay man. Yeah. <laughs> and then the theme song to Wild and Crazy Kids comes on. <laughs> <laughs> Wild and Crazy Kids. <laughs> I had cable briefly as a kid. Well, I'm Sound not even it. sure you set a silver lining, Amber, but I think that's good enough. That's fine. <laughs> that's enough for the game. And by the way, uh, from round three, when we were talking about the bread slices, Amber yeah. won that round. Whoa! With one vote. Man, so creamed. We're in it. We're in it. We're going to do the last one, but let's just get it down to Amber and Ed since y'all are in a tie, and we'll. Wow. Uh, okay. Simon, you're voted out. I'm sorry. Might as well be JV basketball. <laughs> it's nothing better than well at least you have flappers simon so uh i mean it's not really going that well over here (laughs) how are the cheese sticks at flappers though are they good i mean they're great but they're haunted as hell you know it's like i don't know (laughs) you know when marinara sauce turns into blood or is that (laughs) (laughs) that's the rayo special (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> all right and then the final round let's do this all right you and your significant other live in a shared room in a group house and your sex life isn't that great mm. the guy that you share a wall with is super hot and has crazy loud sex all the time to make you feel better your significant other keeps telling you i'm sure it isn't that good what's the silver lining here guys Oof. let's start with amber this time since she crushed the last round. Well, maybe it's a, a time for your significant other to learn some tips and tricks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're, all, we're always learning. Once you stop learning, you die, right? <laughs> World's an education. True. So, like, listen and mm-hmm. learn. And maybe uh, I, I would not advocate cheating. I'm not an advocator of that. I would say break up with your boyfriend and then just go move in, you know, Right across the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so the silver lining is that you can just dump your boyfriend and move in with that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. It's an easier thing. It's like yeah. the two second pack your bags and then like walk five feet. <laughs> right. Quick fix. Makes sense. Ed, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm going to have to go from the guy point of view here. And I have to say, you got a good woman. I mean, she's, you know, she's still, she's still being nice to you, even though you're, you're not, you know, you're not doing what you, she could be sitting there and be like, you don't fuck me like that. You never touch me like that. You're a pussy, you piece of shit. No, she's like telling him it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I know what's going on over there. How could you not? You know, and so. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean. Does it sound great? Yes, but it's fine, babe. It's fine. <laughs> So he's got himself a good woman. I, I think this is, this is great. This is great. You know, okay. he's got a winner. Got and that guy, winner. you know, he's just banging horrible people. Out. For yeah. sure. Yeah, For it's sure. always like the best dick is the worst person. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was the guy with the small dick once. You know what he said to me? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I say that joke on stage and men hate it. <laughs> oh, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> Whenever a woman would ask me how, you know, how big I was, I would uh, tell her I loved her and then immediately start going down on her. So <laughs> 
I can't show you. My mouth's full. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, we're gonna we're gonna see if the audience has any wants to declare a victor between the two of you. The made a, the Ed wins the final round three to one. Whoa! I've clearly done the math wrong on all of this. Ed got oh one God. round. Amber got two rounds. So Ed's got another round. So it's a uh, it's tied two to two. Is it a tie? It's a tie two to two. Wow. I love it. I love to share this with Amber. We so yeah, it. let's share. Yeah, let's share it. And I think the big takeaway is that folks need to listen to your podcast, uh, the brighter side, so you can hear more of your thoughts on the brighter yeah. side of things. So Hell great. yeah. Thank and also, you. I mean, you guys, you guys both tied, but the important thing is that I really lost bad. <laughs> Did not get one vote. And I know for a fact my mom and dad are watching, right? <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up because you really need to start pulling your weight around here. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tell them I love them. <laughs> you know, my dick's nothing to write home about. I can't even get one vote. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're running down to the end of the clock, and we need to get to our final segment, which yeah, is, we got of one course, more segment. Right, I'm taking the glasses off. Shall we do this? You ready? Yeah. Confrontation. Confrontation. It's a confrontation. It's a confrontation. I'm pissed. I'm mad. All right, guys. This is the airing of grievances where we go around and call out the things that are driving us. Uh, bananas that we hate are grinding yeah. our gears. You can call it a person, a thing, an object, a concept, anything you want. Simon, should we start with you? Yeah, and side note, this used to be a thing where MK and I would just specifically call out each other, and then it got very real, and that's why I moved to flappers. So we just do <laughs> we just do, you know, broad broad topics now. Um yeah, what's okay, here we go. Does it have to be roommate stuff or can it be anything um Anything. Anything that's pissing you off. The most, right. One of my favorite things that Simon ever called out was all the people that got pictures with Will Smith. And <laughs> Yeah, remember when Will Smith was doing that LOL network thing and all the comedians uh, took pictures with him? It really hurt my feelings. I've never seen Simon more furious. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wild Wild West changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> because it was so bad and then i was like i could make a better movie okay anyway <laughs> my confrontation this week and you know it's kind of a running theme and mk is gonna lose his mind right now but uh so one of the things in quarantine that i've been doing is uh learning how to read and <laughs> Jesus Christ. thank god i swear to god <laughs> and so if I've been you if you do a confrontation of the jurassic park book one more week I'm still reading it. Okay. And here's the thing. It is so much different than the movie. It'll blow your mind. Okay. Did you know that in, in the book? Dinosaurs are old people. Yeah. And they all get COVID. That's so cool. And that's how the dinosaurs really died. It makes complete sense. Uh, so, yeah, so, you know, movies stop changing shit in the books, okay? The Jurassic Park book, here's the thing. Jurassic Park, the movie, changed my life. And now, Unbelievable. And now my life has been just turned upside down because the book is so much different and it's so much better. And I want someone to make Jurassic Park like the book because it would be a hard R. It's one of the most gruesome. These dinosaurs tear people up and it is descriptive i want to see that a rated r version of jurassic park but i am gonna sage it and let it go all right how big do you think a t-rex dick is do you think it's like their hands that are really tiny or like their thighs that are meaty i bet it's the size of me yeah (laughs) i mean i'm gonna go big for just for out of hope (laughs) yeah actually you matched with someone on Grinder named T-Rex, <laughs> yeah. right? Okay. His name's T-Rex, and let me tell you. It would have to be huge, because how else would he jerk off with those little arms? Yeah. <laughs> he has to have, like, little extenders. 
<laughs> I like that for me, I'm picturing a T-Rex has two dicks. I don't know where. I, <laughs> I was milking a cow for a second. <laughs> it is weird that we've designed everything from dinosaurs, like what they look like, what they sound like. You know, we're speculating, but I have yet to see a dinosaur genitalia. Like what is a you know, stegosaurus pussy look like, you know? <laughs> I mean, that you probably, you picked the one dinosaur I don't want to see in pussy. I figure a T-Rex lady would have a front pussy. Like, it would be, like, right, like, on their stomach. Yeah. But lower. Yeah. I mean, they, it's a lot of tail to lift up, you know? Yeah, so it's like on the front. Yeah. Yeah, because I know all those other creatures with back pussies. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. Definitely need some good old... <laughs> hey, where are you going? <laughs> some good old back pussy. <laughs> That's in deliverance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need some back foot. Okay, no. <laughs> uh, MK, you want to go next so we can yeah, sure. round it out? I am going to my confrontation this week, of course. And this is really, this is really driving me insane. Whoa. Uh, I am calling out sponges that smell bad. Uh, 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 that's your fault. I have a thing, though. I'm obsessed with, like... Sometimes I go to Costco and I buy like the 48 pack of sponges that are like yellow and green. Mm-hmm. And it's, I feel so good. I'm like, I'm going to have sponges for a while. And they don't last as long as you think they're going to last. Even if you wring them out, they're not, you can't, you can't, you can't save those bad boys for too long. And then I'm tired of like going to wash my dishes and my hand smelling for like 45 minutes afterwards. So I am calling out sponges. I do hate them, but I also love them. And it's a uh, it's a conflicting relationship, but I'll let Can it go. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you have like? Do you just put the sponge in the sink? Do you hang it up by the side? Do you have like a little drainy thing for it? I put it on the like top ledge, and I try to like wring it out when I use it. Uh oh. <laughs> he was so mad. He just left. You just walked <laughs> like, a guess. What is this, my dad? All right. <laughs> All right. See, I got this bad boy here. Yeah. Yeah, he's hanging on the nozzle of the sink. Kind of oh. like kind of like this. Yeah. You throw your sponge on it like that. And then this way it can dry out through the bottom. Oh. Yeah, and you're living your life like a like a decent human being without stinky sponges. You got another That's amazing. How another long couple you, weeks? How long do sponges last in a couple weeks? I mean, more, yeah. No, it's depending on how much you use them. I mean, you kind of take care of your sponge. It's what's cleaning all your – I used to be a chef. Uh, it's oh. what's cleaning all your dishes. You know, you got you to gotta make sure you're taking care of it, letting it drain properly. Yeah, and, MK. Uh, yeah, yeah, you just throw in your sponge, and then you're calling out the sponges. You're the one making the stinky sponge. I no offense. It. I'm mad at myself, and I, I don't <laughs> forgive me. I don't forgive me. I want to have, we got to have you back on the podcast to get some cooking tips. If he used to be a chef, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Amber's a phenomenal cook. Oh yeah. Well, watch her. Oh, I've never cooked in a kitchen. I've just bartended, but Eddie's done the kitchen cooking in a restaurant. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds, I don't, I don't know. You didn't say anything, but I'm imagining something delicious. (laughs) I am. am, I'm not like a great chef, but if you, if a hundred people need decent food fast, I'm your guy. Nice. One of those. Eddie, you got a hundred people on your door and a, and a seven pounds of pork loin and six carrots. What do you do? I mean, you got to tell them to get the fuck out of there because you can't <laughs> yeah. feed all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you practice social distancing, you fucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could call Jesus to bring some loaves and fishes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> nice. Oh, All right, man. would y'all uh, would y'all like to do a confrontation, Ed? You got something you want to call out? Really grinding your gears? Well, I don't know if this is like something you call out as much as like I had a realization this week, and I am terrified by it. Maybe you guys can help me out with it. Yeah. Um, I don't think we we might never go to a buffet again. Mm. 
Oh, I love buffets. Yeah, I love crab legs. Yeah, shrimp cocktail. You give it. I'll take the. I'll take the fucking wrapping off of it. I'll eat. You know. I'll yeah. do the extra work. You know. Where's my froyo machine? You oh. can't just have loose M and M's out anymore and a spoon and expect people ever. Buffets the might be done. Uh, they might, but the trick with buffets is I've always taken a napkin, and mm-hmm. then that's what I use to grab all the ladles with because it's the assholes that like pick their nose and then touch the ladles. Oh. So then when you just do that and then you oh. throw with a napkin and then bit about a boom, you got a p- clean old plate of peas and shrimp. Yeah. Oh. All right. All that right. sounds good. I mean, if, if Golden Corral and Sizzler goes belly up, I don't, I mean, what's, I don't even want to go back to that world after this. It's probably for the best, but it, it, it breaks my heart. It does. Especially you know. buffets outside of like Los Angeles and New York. Like you get a buffet that like in like Indiana or Texas that like it's like nine ninety nine and you can go to town. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Vegas. Vegas. It's over. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to go to Reno ever again now. <laughs> the Bellagio buffet, <laughs> the lunch buffet is sixty dollars, which is a lot what? of money. It's sixty bucks, but endless crab legs, endless shrimp, endless steak, and sixty bucks. That treat that as like your dinner. You know what I mean? So that's like your meal today, and that's honestly cheaper than a lot of stuff you're going to do in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Our chat's blowing up and calling it, or maybe this is just our producers letting us know that he doesn't like those coastal elite buffets. And also the chat is telling us that I should put my sponge in the dishwasher. So I like that. I mean, that would be great if we had a dishwasher. So yeah, we only, it's a sink. It's a sinky sink that we got. Mm-hmm. So no anyway. matter what, nothing's really getting clean. Nothing's getting clean. <laughs> yeah. Well, are you going to forgive the buffet culture? Ed? The best buffet I've ever been to is in Mississippi at a gas station. And you oh, go wow. through this door and you're just like, what's through here? And it's like everybody's just going to town on fried chicken, homemade mat, real mashed potatoes, not mm-hmm. from a box, collard greens, frog legs, and oh, uh, all made gosh. by people that are too fat to fit through a door. Like they got to go through <laughs> the side, you know? That's, that's the people. buffet I want to go to. Yeah. Man, and best buffet. they're washing their hands. <laughs> <laughs> Best buffet I ever went to, Isle I can't remember the name of the place. It was a seafood buffet in Isle Morata. Holy smokes. It was the best. They had three types of crab. It was unbelievable. It was uh, – I couldn't so – if, you, if you're in Isle Morata where you can walk out for an, um, a mile on the beach, uh, the buffet. Yeah. Uh, I need a buffet now. I, can't, yeah, I think I that's where I'm going right after social distancing is over. <laughs> Give it a week. Give it a week, yeah. Amber, you got a yeah. Give it a week. You got a confrontation, Amber. Yes. Well, two things. One is I would like to be the now premiere. I'm sorry, comedian, and say I'm sorry for like the ageist. I've said a couple ageist things of like, yo, know, I'm 50 and my cats or whatever. 50 is not old at all, right? Yeah. Not old. I'm trying to not be ageist. My mm-hmm. mother's 75 and she's still chopping wood. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just want to say that. And uh, I like to call out littering, litter bugs. Fuck them. Today I went out and I was just kind of standing on my porch and I saw somebody threw styrofoam to-go containers, like a whole meal's worth, just like ate the meal and then threw the napkins and the forks and stuff all on the street just for somebody else to pick up. Not my problem. You just go on ahead and do it. It makes me, it enrages me. Yeah. And I have like stopped being friends with people because I saw them litter. I yeah. literally was like in a car with these two dudes and they were my friends and they had this like, you know, they just finished their food in a bag and then they just threw it out. And I was like, dudes, you just, somebody else got to clean that up. And they never, they, it never occurred to them that well, somebody else had to clean this up. And I was like, I can't. That. I mean, it's just like, don't you want to live in a nice place? Yes. Like, like, don't you don't you want to go somewhere that doesn't have shit all over the ground? What's Could wrong you with imagine you? Imagine how awful those people would be at a buffet. I just uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're there. They're there, and they're the worst buffet people. 
<laughs> well, I, also I, at a buffet, tip the waitress that comes by and refills your iced tea. Yeah. People are like, I don't got a tip. And like, yeah, they still keep coming by and like cleaning up your chicken bones. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. You're still disgusting. For sure. <laughs> I also, as the premiere, I'm sorry comic, I am, have been self conscious this whole show. Because at the very beginning, I kind of made a joke that Amber, I, like, oh, it sounds like a guy Amber would date, and I hadn't even introduced you yet. And I'm like, everybody's going to think I'm the worst, and I'm mean, and I'm sorry. I would have dated that guy. Honestly, I got turned on <laughs> when you talking about how horrible he was. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, it sounds like you're not going to forgive the, uh, you're not going to forgive the litterers, though. And that's okay, I think. No. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Call me a bitch. Call me a bitch. Just don't throw your sprite on the ground. You know what I mean? <laughs> I once saw a guy uh, in front of me. He, I was uh, driving, and he was in a Prius, and we were stopped at the same turn signal, and he just opened up his door and put a like a bag, like a McDonald's bag, just on the street right when the light turned green and started going, in a Prius. It was insane. What's the point? Yeah. I was like, well, you evened out. You know, I guess. <laughs> you just throw your garbage out the window. Oh. That's how it goes. I love it. Well, guys, this has been so much fun. And thank you for jumping on this episode with us. Uh, Amber, where can folks find you on the social media? Um, Amber Smelson. A-M-B-E-R-S-M-E-L-S-O-N. That's on Twitter, Instagram, everything. I do that because my my name is Amber Nelson, and there's a lot of other Amber Nelsons, but my middle name's Sophia, and Amber Sophia Nelson sounds like a child pageant girl that got molested. <laughs> so I go by Amber Smells. <laughs> and you're doing and you're doing your new videos every Wednesday. It's it's a uh, cooking in the it's a uh, yeah. Welcome to my kitchen with Amber yeah, Nelson. Yeah, every Wednesday. Yeah, I also upload it to my YouTube channel, which is just under Amber Nelson. But you can see it that there with like some other older videos I did. But every week on Instagram. They've literally, every one of them has made me laugh out loud. Like, they're so they're funny. Great. Oh, thank you. They're so funny. Thanks. They're so funny. Ed, what about you? Where can folks find you on social meds? Uh, Eddie Tunes, uh, E-D-D-I-E-T-U-N-E-S uh, on uh, Instagram and Eddie Tunes underscore on Twitter. Uh, you could also, like we said earlier, listen to The Brighter Side on the last podcast network exclusively on Spotify. And, uh, oh, yeah, check out my other podcast I do with uh, my cousin Jeff, uh in with Jeff Ross. And uh, that's it. Nice. Thanks. Well, be sure to check it out. Simon, what about you? Where can folks find you? Oh, <laughs> finding me uh, at Simon Gibson on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and, you know, I, I got new. I'm posting too much. So, you know, maybe I'll take a step back. <laughs> uh, MK, what about you, babe? I'm at MK Paulson. Check us out there. We do have a Patreon up. It's patreon.com backslash roommates for life. Uh, thank you guys for listening and watching. And we're here every. Uh, Thursday at 7.30 with this live stream. And yeah, I think that's about it. So sign me. MK. I love you. I love you too. And Amber Ed, we love you too. Thank you so much for being here. Love ya. Love ya. Lila. Thank you. you. (laughs) Financial strike.